Vibe and Cultivate is now on Patreon. Sliding scale subscriptions are available for exclusive access to episodes that will never be released on Spotify or Apple or will only be given just a little bit, just a little taste. So no matter where you're at in your healing journey, no matter where you're at financially, you can become a patron today and have full access to me. Go to patreon.com or download the app and look up Vibe and Cultivate with Maya Tersini. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Vibe and Cultivate with Maya. It is a beautiful day outside in Chicago today. Yesterday, it was disgusting. It was like 33 and hailing. And today, it's nice. It's nice. It's around like 50-something or 60, so I'm not mad at it. But today, I felt very compelled to talk about this topic in particular of change, how to accept change, how to let go, and what happens to us and what goes on internally when we are experiencing a transition in life, when we're saying goodbye to an old chapter and saying hello to something new. And what does that feel like? And, you know, sometimes we feel the pressure to be super positive and accept everything with open arms and not have any doubts. But that's not realistic. We all come with our own backstories and our own histories of how we got to where we are and the people that shaped us to be the people that we are today. And it can be really hard to say goodbye to those things when we're moving on to a new chapter of our lives. And sometimes it feels like we are almost abandoning an older part of ourselves or who we used to be. But when we think about it, if you imagine who you were, let's say, five years ago, ten years ago, and all the people and all the things that were important to you then, you think about it now and you're like, oh, wow, that was like a totally different life, right? And in 10 years from now, we're going to say the same thing, that what we're going through right now was a totally different life. And that can be kind of scary. For me, that's a little bit scary to think about because I like my life the way it is now. All kinds of people have a hard time letting go. It doesn't matter if you are wealthy, if you are poor, if you have everything seemingly figured out, or if you have nothing figured out, if you're a man, woman, it doesn't, it doesn't matter really. Everyone kind of goes through this conundrum of am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing and do I feel how I'm supposed to be feeling? And this is not an episode to say like, everything you're feeling is valid because that is like just a way to wash over like the deeper more intricate feelings that we're experiencing what we're actually feeling is a combination of things usually it's guilt regret wondering shame fear longing isolation loneliness uncertainty, lack of focus, or obsession. Like there are so many things that we can be feeling at any given time and it really helps to identify what those things are so that we can work through them. Something that I have experienced coming out of college and starting my my life post-grad is 
something that like everyone goes through, I would say, where your living situation changes a lot. So I've lived in a lot of different apartments and I've talked about that on here. I've had lots of different roommates and now I have my own place. And it's interesting seeing how much that alone changed my life and also moving to a different area of the city. You would think that, oh, it's all the same, but it's it's really not. I feel like moving to a place where I didn't necessarily know anyone, even neighborhood-wise, it does make a difference because you're forced to establish new relationships and new roots in a place that you're not familiar with. In a way, it was kind of like a new little challenge. But before all of this, I was really at a crossroads where one road was basically blocked off, but I was still convincing myself that maybe there was still something there or I could still, you know, go back to what was my old life. And that was my struggle with letting go. I didn't feel like I could let go of the people and experiences that I had so many fond memories with because I was so closely identifying with that as being a part of myself like I could not be myself without those people those things that routine and I also think that when I lived in California and I had a certain set routine there that truly I felt defined me a lot where I was the beach girl and I would go to the beach all the time and I don't even know what the fuck I was doing literally nothing I would just lay on the beach all the time and then get coffee and get pizza and hang out with my friends and go home like no responsibilities that was like I guess you could say nowadays like that was my brand I think like in college I developed a different brand and then I had a new brand and then blah 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 and it's not that I would call it that but it was a feeling and I always felt really attached to how I was presenting myself to the world in a way where I felt like I needed to almost live up to the expectations of others so that they wouldn't be wrong about me. So if people had these like really lofty expectations for me, even though in the back of my mind, I was like, that's not me. or <laughs> I don't, I don't really think that those great things that you're saying are true whether you want to call that imposter syndrome or whatever I still felt that pressure to prove them right and I really wanted to so I would put this laser focus on being my best possible self and I think over time I've realized that focusing so much on improving yourself having the best possible life having the best experiences and this and that if it's not coming from your heart and if it's not truly rooted in integrity, self-knowing, shared values with the people that you're with, meaningful conversations that don't just center around gossip, different things like that are kind of what stands out to me. If you don't have that, I feel like it's not really living. It's not really genuine connection. I think I didn't experience that much genuine connection until probably within the last year and I'm really grateful that I've been able to do that it's a complicated feeling you know like these things I'm talking about with like struggling with change this is something I'm going through right now I'm going through a major change in my life right now I'm changing jobs I just got a new job and I'm 
really excited about it. I'm also going to be working on a, a different team. I will probably tell you guys more about it at a different time, but there's a lot going on for me and it's it was hard to accept leaving my previous job. I had a lot of like attachment to it, but change is important and change is necessary. It's been really helpful for me to have people in my life who are affirming that. So I'm going to share some of the things that I do myself to affirm my decisions in moments like this and some tools that I've learned in therapy for letting go because it's hard and I didn't know much of this (laughs) or any of this before I went through it. So if this is helpful for anyone, wonderful. (laughs) Recently, I was having a conversation with my friend who is graduating college this year and we were talking about change and that specific transition of graduating college we had certain shared experiences something that we kind of landed on and ended up talking about was this feeling of is this it is this what i'm supposed to be doing is this where i'm supposed to be something that i told her that had helped me is affirming to yourself Of course this ended. Like, of course I moved out of that apartment. Of course that friendship faded out. Of course I lost contact with those people because that's just what happens in life. Of course I don't really talk to these people that I used to work with because I don't work with them anymore. Of course these people who were in the same major as me and we used to talk all the time. Of course we don't really talk anymore because we no longer have that shared in the moment experience and proximity. So instead of saying, why is this ending? What am I going to do with this change? Am I even ready? Do I have what it takes? All of these feelings of self-doubt saying, of course I'm ready. Of course this is happening. Thank you for bringing this into my life. Thank you for allowing this change to happen because it's what I needed. Nobody wants to stay in the same place forever. Nobody truly wants that. To never ever change or learn or grow evolve, meet new people, have new experiences. Nobody truly wants that. So inviting in this idea of acceptance as a gateway to living a more meaningful life in the way that we want. I feel like there are so many people who hold themselves back from getting the life that they want because they have yet to accept certain parts of themselves or certain things that have happened in the past. So we feel this need to hold on so, so tightly to what we know because going into uncertainty or the unknown is too scary. And it's a big reason why I have made certain decisions in my life is that same fear. Delaying resigning from a job or internship that I didn't really like. Delaying a conversation about conflict with someone important to me. I would put these things off because of the unknown and the uncertainty. And over time, I've just learned that there is no way to avoid these things. Who we are, the things that happen, conflicts that occur, these will happen. There is no avoiding them. That's why if you look at like a business, for example, they have policies for 
addressing problems and conflict between people because they know it's going to happen. Yet oftentimes in our personal relationships, we just avoid, 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 avoid because we don't want to confront that thing. We don't want to make someone mad or make them not like us or whatever the issue is. We're afraid of what it's like to be on our own. So we stay at home with our family and what's familiar because we don't know what it would be like to truly be on your own and oh, what would happen if I was on my own? And what happens if I don't make it? What happens if everything falls apart? Even though there's no proof that that will happen, that's still what we tell ourselves to to justify delaying that thing that we know we need to do. Something that has exponentially just grown me in the past six years is knowing when to move on. There were things that I was involved with, student organizations, groups, jobs, friendships that I could have stayed in for much, much longer. And maybe there would have been great benefits to it, you know, like a really, really profound, polished resume in certain aspects. My resume is still fine, but you know, I could have had this or that, but I've always really trusted my intuition. That's something that's always really guided me. And something about me is once I've decided that I'm going to do something or if I'm going to leave or try something new, it's done. It's decided. There's no convincing me otherwise, unless I'm talking to someone who like, I really, really respect and honor their opinion. And even then it's up to me. What I'm going to do is up to me. That's something that's always, always guided me. Even when I was a child making decisions that were not as consequential. Decisiveness is probably one of my biggest strengths when it comes to life decisions and important things like money management and things like that. I feel like that's something that I'm able to harness really effectively. And if I don't know something, then I will seek out that information so that I can be better informed. But I think where I became more indecisive or less confident in my decisions my motivation to change or go into the unknown is when you have a personal tie to something or a personal attachment. For me, when I have really, really great experiences with people, it solidifies in my mind as this really important core memory. And then it's like it replays in my mind over and over and over again. If I had like a really, really good day or a really good week, I remember it and I hold on to it. And whoever was associated with that good memory or that good thing, I get really attached to. And maybe what I'm saying is like super normal and you guys are like, yeah, of course, like that happens to everybody. But the reason I bring that up is sometimes if I had people who were positively associated with memories, I would kind of use that as an excuse to overlook the ways that maybe they were harmful to me, the ways that they have hurt me or weren't actually helping my growth. I think that is the case for a lot of people, justifying people's behavior because of all the good things that they do. I think about it a lot in the sense of friends because when we're friends with people, especially for like a long time, then we see so many facets of them. And we get to know someone so intimately and you see all the good things about them. Something that I heard recently about friendships is like when you're 
deciding that you want to move on from being friends with someone or end a friendship, usually what people say is, oh, but they're such a good person. The person that I heard this from, she was like, well, yeah, I would hope that they're a good person if they're around you and if they're, you know, taking up your time and your space and your energy. Like, I would hope that they're a good person. Like, that's just a prerequisite for being around you. But there are so many other things that go into building like a meaningful relationship with someone. I think the same goes for work or any like hobby or club or other like social circle that you might inhabit. It's not just about existing at the bare minimum. It's about finding a deeper connection and potential for growth that I think has to exist in everything that we do, whether that's through having this collaborative or like mutually reinforcing relationship where you are helping each other grow at the same time I think those are like the best friendships to have also having a job that allows you to grow and continue to evolve is super important otherwise you're kind of always aware that the clock is ticking and eventually things are going to end and for me that just doesn't work well For my work style, I do like having some type of like end goal to go towards. But in that same sense, when we see opportunities or current circumstances that have run their course, being able to say, yes, this ended because it had to. And it was always going to. So there is no reason to have regrets or to beat myself up over something that happened six months ago or even two weeks ago, because it doesn't matter anymore. It does not matter. I think that like regret and rumination can be crippling to people because we're so self-conscious of how we're being perceived and what people think of us. When in reality, the thing that's really calling us is everything that's past the thing that we need to work through and that acceptance that we need to have. And once we're past that and we can fully embrace ourselves, that's when it's like, oh wow, the world can actually be a really beautiful place. And we don't have to be miserable and sad and complaining and constantly dissatisfied with what we're doing. In the way that I see so many people and in the way that I've seen myself in the past, it's so normal in American culture, especially, to hate your job, to resent your spouse, to just be perpetually dissatisfied with everything that you have. And that's really, really interesting to me. And I think it's something that like kind of makes people really depressed, especially like young people when they think about careers because they're like, oh my God, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be this like loathing person who doesn't like anything in their life. Like I want to travel. I want to have new experiences. I don't need to have the same job for 20 years. Like I need to experience new things. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's a really good quality that Gen Z has. But that doesn't mean that change isn't hard, is the thing. We have this explosion on social media of oversaturated, constantly stimulating lives and people who have feeds where like they're traveling to Mexico and then Miami, Dominican Republic, then they're going to Italy. And then it's like, 
when are you working? These people that just have these like crazy, crazy lives and that's what dominates our feed because that's what gets the most engagement. And we're not really seeing the people with just normal lives. So we feel like we need to constantly be doing more. I don't know. That's just a side thought. Maybe that wasn't going anywhere. But my point is change is hard, but change is necessary. Change is something that I'm still learning how to navigate. But whether you are at the beginning of your journey, the middle of your journey, or towards the end, things were always meant to change. I was never supposed to be there forever. And it's a good thing that I wasn't. Something that's really helped me that I do to affirm the transition I'm going through is acting like I'm already at the finish line and the change is done. So even if I'm still taking classes, even if I'm still in the last few weeks at my job, acting like I'm already at the finish line, buying clothes that fit the style of who I'm becoming and the lifestyle I'm stepping into, meeting new people who are aligned with my future self. So just because your circumstances are one thing, it doesn't mean you can't live the embodiment of the person that you want to be. That does not mean that you need to go out and buy a bunch of designer clothes and try to fit this mold that you don't have the money for. That's not what I mean at all. And I think sometimes it gets misconstrued like that. It's all in your energy and how you approach things. So if you have people talking in your ear about stuff that is no longer relevant to you you have people gossiping to you about shit that just is not relevant anymore and doesn't add to your life don't give it energy put your energy into being the person that you actually want to be and not the person that you were even if you were that person before I've definitely had regrets over things that I've said and ways that I've acted when I was younger and I think about it sometimes and I'm like, ugh, oh my god, like why why was I like that? Why did I say that? But also, I'm not that person anymore. Period. I'm a new person, I'm an adult. Everybody has their regrets, and that's okay. The point is, I am who I am now. I know we've been talking about relationships a lot, but I think it's important to say that people who choose to evolve with you are the people who will stay with you. If they don't evolve with you it doesn't mean that you're better than them or they're better than you it just means you're different and maybe you always were but your circumstances at the time that you started that friendship didn't reveal it or it wasn't relevant it didn't come up and now you're like oh okay we're both like growing into new versions of ourselves going through different things I'm learning more about this person that I didn't know before or maybe the idea of them in my mind is not really who they are. The potential that I saw in them is not what they ended up being for me or for themselves or for anyone and that's really tough because we can go years thinking that someone is truly one thing and they're just they're not and it's hard to like not hold that against people sometimes especially when we have long-term friendships and connections and bonds it's also really important to accept people for who they are and not make them feel like they need to change or make ourselves feel like we need to change but just seeing you're great and I I love all the times that we've had with each other but maybe this wasn't meant to last forever and that's okay they will find people who evolve with them in the direction they want to go 
And they deserve that. They deserve to have a supportive community just like everyone else. But we don't need to be in that community. You get what I mean? We can wish people well, genuinely, and not be a part of their journey anymore. It sucks and it's really sad, but that's part of change, is allowing ourselves to step into new experiences with new people. The last thing I want to mention is something that I promised at the beginning. So a tool that I've learned in therapy for how to accept change is this exercise that I do at the beginning of every day when I remember. You start basically in like a meditation position. So you're seated, you're calm, you can close your eyes, and you ask yourself this question. What is between me and feeling fine? I remember hearing that question for the first time and I was so offended. And I was like, what do you mean that I need to feel fine? What if I want to be pissed off? What if I am so, so angry and so, so upset at this person? And what if I just want to be mad? Why can't I just be mad? And I realized I have been mad for so long. And I'm sick of it. It's not even serving me. So let's just try this. Let's just see how it goes. And I asked myself that. The next step is how can I release the biggest conflict in me? The most significant inner turmoil that's coming up for me right now. How can I release that? What does it feel like in my body? How can I let it go? so that I can feel fine. It's such a simple exercise, but it makes it specific. So maybe the thing between me and feeling fine is the fact that I did not eat good meals the day before. I wasn't eating enough or I was just eating junk that wasn't good for me and that's why I feel really shitty today. So the thing between me and feeling fine is being intentional about the food that I'm eating and making sure that I'm eating enough of it. Maybe the thing between me and feeling fine is acceptance. Accepting that I cannot control the things around me. I can only control myself. And whatever has happened, whatever people think of me is none of my business. I can only control myself. Figuring out why does something like that, why does it feel so difficult to accept? What am I holding on to that isn't serving me? Because while I'm laying up at night worrying about this person or that person, what is that doing for me? Learning how to identify like, okay, where is this tension? Is it in my shoulders? Is it in my forehead? Is it in my chest, my throat, my hips, my legs? Doing movement exercises is a great way to physically release tension in your body. It helps me so much, even just before bed. It's really uncomfortable for me to go to bed when I have a lot of stored tension in my body, so I like to release that. Nowadays, like because I've had a pretty long journey with like yoga, meditation, and therapy, I feel very attuned to my body. Like if I'm feeling tension, in my mind I'm like, "Oh yeah, my my throat feels like it's kind of closing up because I'm stressed out." Or I have been sitting for too long at my desk just doing work, so I feel tension in my shoulders and my back, so I'm going to go do like a stretch to release it. 
I'm really, really stressed out about this situation and I can tell that what I'm doing is not really helping because I'm just sitting inside and this stress is festering in my mind. So I need to go outside, go for a walk. It's sunny. I want to go be around the trees, be in nature, drink some water. And I know when I come back, I'm going to feel totally different. Things like that, I never used to do. I would just make myself be miserable in a little room by myself. And I'd be like, this is just how it is. Like if it's a tough situation, I just have to deal with it. And it was one way that I was not accepting change, honestly. It was how I knew how to do things and I was convinced that that was the only way to do it. I wasn't aware that doing things differently to take better care of myself could actually be a really good thing and that I could enjoy it. So next time we're going through something like this, ask yourself what is between me and feeling fine. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Change is hard. Change sucks. I'm here with you. But you're going to get through it. And when you do, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, I cannot believe my life looked so different before and that I ever questioned this decision because it always needed to happen. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.